me tell you something, brother. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. WWE Pod, Mike James. WrestleMania season, Royal Rumble is done and in the books. We've spoken about that. We have the next upcoming WWE pay per view, well, network special, whatever you want to call it. We have Mike as well. We certainly do. I'm here. I'm not a WWE special yet. If you were, what would the name be? What my name be? What would the name of the show be if you were a WWE special? WWE Royal Bastard. <laughs> a WWE Royal Bastard. I'm going to get you, Goldberg. Yes, yes, that's, 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 I like that. It would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> it it, it would. WWE Royal Fuck Up. Yes, it, and, and it could take place in the Garden of Hampton Court. Oh, why the Garden of Hampton Court? Oh, I see Royal. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I thought, what fuck up happened there? Let, I'll let you a big fan of Anne Boleyn. I'm not too sure what you're referring to. Yes, yes. Anne Boleyn's head on the pole match. Absolutely. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. <laughs> the person who gets to the head first gets to marry Henry VIII. Yeah. Yes. I, I know. Brilliant. Something like that. So there, there we go. Um. Mm. Um. Let me see. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to click on. I'm just, I'm just trying to click on a new site. Believe it or not. So you've run out of words, haven't you? <laughs> I have. No, I have run out of words, haven't I? Um, yeah, I've, I, I know, I know you haven't, and I won't, I won't talk about it too much until you have. But um, I have, I have watched uh, the a ruthless aggression series. Yes, I, I haven't yet, but I'm definitely got. Now there's was it there's shake things up and enter John Cena, which is which is just very sexy thought. Yes, in that order, especially as well. Um, I mean, yes. yeah, that, that's a whole chapter in your biography if you wanted, isn't it? Well, shake him up and then enter him. Yes. Yeah, chapter and a half. <laughs> yeah, chapter and a half. Wow, you heard it here, exclusive, he's, ladies, ladies he's and gents. He's a gifted man. He, I he imagine takes up, he takes up at least a page. <laughs> and so Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods, absolutely. But did you get that? No, I didn't. Actually, he, he takes up a page, and so does Xavier Woods. Oh yes, have you have you seen that video? I've seen links to it, but I've never clicked on them. Oh okay. I don't want to think less of either of them. Or what is all the? Well, I would say of the other one, but he's not. Was it? What was his name again? Brad Maddox was that his name? I think so. Yeah. Uh, um, it, yeah. I tell you what, it's amazing that any of them weren't oh, sacked. When, I've not seen it, but it's amazing that that two of them stood in the company after that. It's quite something, isn't it? I mean, I have it on good authority. Once again, not not first-hand experience that if you type yeah. it into Google or anything, it's, it's not the most difficult thing to find. I think first-hand experience is an excellent word to use when we're talking about that video. You know what? You know what, Mike? Yes? I think on our 11 or 12-year special, we do a running commentary of the video. 
Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but then... <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a hilarious idea. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. Could, could... We we did once do an episode called Page and the Unexpected Fellatio. <laughs> we did, we did, didn't Maybe we? We could call this one Page and the Very Expected <laughs> Fellatio. The sequel, absolutely. The sequel. Um, interesting. <laughs> in 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 other news, um. To be yeah. fair, though, Paige was rumoured to be coming back. It was a rumour. She was rumoured to be coming back to the uh, Royal Rumble, but she never did. I, um, oh, uh, to the ring? Mm, yeah. Oh, wow. It was a rumour. I don't know who started it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, with all these people managed to get these magical surgeries to come back, if yes. she didn't come back for, like, another run, so to speak. It would be great. I mean, especially because she's so young. She's still only, like, 27 now. I know. So time's on her side. Edge obviously had like a nine-year gap, and he's now in his late forties, and he's managed it seemingly. Yeah. So I'm sure Paige. Uh, uh, there, uh, uh, let's. Uh, I'm sure Xavier Woods can tell us whether or not Paige can manage it. But uh, oh, that. Oh my oh, God. We need to get off. We, we need to get off this. And that's I think. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, um, right. Let, let's let, let's work something less sexy. Hulk Hogan. No. No. Davey Boy Smith reportedly. Reportedly, at the time of he's dead. Have you only just heard? No. Uh, yes, unfortunately, being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Reportedly. Oh, that's wonderful. Unfortunately, he's dead. It's a bit like yes, Randy Savage being inducted when you probably could have inducted him when he was alive to give a nice speech. Randy yeah. Savage was a weird one because, like, because so, there was all because I'm not going to get into those ludicrous rumours or whatever about him, but there was always supposedly a fair bit of heat between him and Vince in the latter few years. And it's kind of, a sh- and this is sound like an odd bit to say. It's, it's such a shame he died when he did, because if Triple H was able to smooth things over between Vince and Warrior, who he had enormous heat with, and I'm Bret Hart, sure, um, and Bret Hart, not, good point. Yeah. I'm sure this. I'm sure if 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 Randy Savage was still around today, then it would be happening, not posthumously. So yes. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But even the fact that the, the Bulldog is going and it's fabulous either way. That's lovely. It is, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, so let's quickly uh, let's let's quickly then talk about Hall of Fame people coming yes. up to the Hall of Fame who are not in the Hall of Fame. Who you think will be? Ah, oh, mind Freunden. Now that is that would have been such an easier conversation a few years ago because now everyone and his dog's wife seems to be in there. But let me think. Who's not in there? Uh, is Jake Roberts in there? He is, isn't he? Mm, I think he is. Yes, yes, he is. Okay, funny. Have you got a list there? No, nope, but I will find one as we speak because it's an interesting topic. Very interesting topic. Uh, uh, well, there's also, you know, what I would have. I, I wouldn't so much have. I reckon because so many people are in there, we should have a conversation about you know, like in football or cricket or whatever. You have like the relegation zone. Yes. Who should we remove from the Hall of Fame? Who should we? Re- um, oh God, lots of people. Uh, I, well, I think we both know who the first one would be. Poor Coco, beware. No, no. <laughs> Although him being in there is a bit weird, him being in there makes a bit more sense than Mark Henry. Oh, God, what is he? Yeah, 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 the Hall of Pain. Um, not, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they called it the Hall of Pain for pure irony when watching his matches. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Mark Henry being in the Hall of Fame is like me being inducted onto the, you know, greatest Olympian athletes of all time Hall of Fame thing. And it's and it's and it would be bizarre because I only won bronze. Ah, yes, I, I I I won bronze for Albania for four man Bob. 
who's a lovely man. Who's a lovely man. Yes, I'm having a very camp podcast so far, aren't I? It is, it is, it is, it is, it, for, for good reasons. Oh, yes. What are these reasons? Um, wrestling is considered sometimes campy because of the tights. Oh, I see. I, I, I really had to pull the one out of my ass. Oh, no, well, well, never there mind. we go. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, that was, a, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was the worst choice. Okay, okay. Andre the Giant was the first one. To be pulled out of your ass. And, oh God, that'd be painful, wouldn't it? Um, first Hall of Fame inducted. Your ass isn't big enough for that. That's that's but that's a bizarre thing to lend you to yourself. You say the nicest things, don't I? Just absolutely. Um, <laughs> oh, interestingly, Vince McMahon inducted James Dudley in '94. Sorry, James Dudley in 1994. Because I'm only saying that because you never hear him in the Hall of Fame, do you? Who's James Dudley? I have no idea. He's a okay. Let's click on it. James Dudley is. Is that um, Big Dick Dudley? Um, but died 2004, born 1911, employee. Oh. And he, uh, yeah, for years, he worked my band's backstage. Oh, um, wow. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, there we go. How have uh, we never heard of this guy? I don't know, wow. but there you go, James Dudley. It's He sounds a bit like 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 a that ear as Pat Patterson or Bruce Pritchard if he was backstage for all those years. He does, doesn't he? Um, yeah. He does. I mean, I mean, the Hall of Fame really wasn't really made a big thing until about two thousand and four. In terms, Indeed. yeah, I, I Vince McMahon's in there. Vincent McMahon Senior's in the Hall of Fame ninety six, inducted by Shane. Yes, um, indeed. So he should be. Absolutely. But I, I, I believe, as you say, in the nineties, it was more like a private little dinner that would happen. It was that hmm. sort of thing. Uh, yeah, and I think you and I have quite a lot have said they're inducting too many people into the Hall of Fame each year. Yes, indeed. I, I, I would have thought so like three people a year would be lovely, but it gets to the point of like seven or eight a year, and it just gets a bit bizarre. It does. I mean, I think three people a year, and then like some one guy, kind of like a back, you know, wrestlers, obviously, then either like a celebrity or backstage person or some, you know, like, like a randomer. Um, that, that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But I completely agree. Three is enough to cover maybe a two-hour event. Yeah. yeah where, that would do nicely. And then you could really cover their matches. Where you could almost do a mini, this is your life, then on each of them, you know? Now that would be nice. Like bringing in guests from the past and stuff in relation to them, really make a big deal out of it rather than a speech. And I, that's why, yeah, that's why I think the idea of your three hours is so much better than, than trying to ramsack each year. Because at some point, I mean, The Rock's not in yet. Indeed. Um, um, that, that's probably because they're hoping he'll come back again. God knows if he will, but... Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, I suspect. Yes. Um, China's China's in. Yes. Been in that, last year. Last year, I think, yes. Yeah, she's, once again, another one that should, should have been in before, you know, uh, well, if I'm, right, if I'm right, she's not in individually. Isn't she in as part of DX? Ah, yes, yes. Because that was that the same year that Road Dog, Xbox, Triple H, Shawn Michaels went in as well. Yes, but I suspect that's it, yes. 2020, okay. There we go. Um, David Boy Smith. Well, that's rumoured, actually. Oh, have they not not done any formal announcements yet? Batista's been, Batista they've got. Really? Hulk Hogan again. As part of the NWO. Yeah, Kevin Nash. Yes, Scott Hall and X-Pac. X-Pac indeed. I find it a bit weird that X-Pac is as associated with the NWO as he is. 
Wasn't he six in the NWA? His name. He was six. Yes, and then when and then he was a, he was a part of it certainly, hmm. but he he essentially seemed to be with the NWO. He was I say he was six in WCW. Mm-hmm. Then when the NWO sort of reformed in WWE in 2001, 2002, around that sort of era, when Hulk Hogan went face again, X-Pac replaced Hogan. Oh, okay. Yes, and so his association sort of makes sense, sort of doesn't it? It's, it's like he's the substitute, always ready to come on to join the group when needs be. But when yes. you see the NWO, you do not think of X-Pac. No, I mean, there's, there's other... Yeah, no, you don't, do you? Let's be honest. No, you think of Nash, Hall, Hogan. Done. Yeah, and then, and then I, I mean, I was I was watching, um, um like, YouTube videos of, of, of people talking about the NWA and the failure of the invasion. Fantastic. Now, um, would you, if you were doing, let's say, a dissertation or a university-type thesis, would you blame the NWO for... Not in whole, but in part of WCW's downfall, as in it no. got too much. N- uh, no. Why? Because if it wasn't for the NWO, they probably wouldn't have got to the mega point they got to in the first place. Uh, okay. That's it a- would be it would be like blaming Hulk Hogan for the for WWE losing popularity in the early nineties when Hulk Hogan left. Yes. Okay. You see what I mean? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, to me that's a bit weird. I would, although there was truth, I'm led to believe, to the idea of, of Hogan, Nash, and Hall having so much power backstage. WCW still could have gone, no, shut up. That angle was brilliant, but now we're moving on to something new. This is true. Yeah, I would, I would, I would sooner go for poor leadership than the talent running being. The talent should have been able to run a mark as much as they supposedly did. That is very true too. Um, yes, no, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, I mean, I know what you mean. The NWO is the reason, is one of the one of the main reasons why WCW started doing a lot and considerably better than the WWE. Absolutely, it, it was it was already slightly ahead in the ratings. Mm. I believe WCW or, or uh, Nitro, or if it was, it was like back and forth, back and forth. And it was NWO that kind of catapulted them to, oh, hello, eighty three weeks, we're off and running, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Um, Eric Bischoff, another person potentially going into the Hall of Fame at some point, I'd imagine. And it's about time whenever he does. I love Eric Bischoff. Yeah, Vince Russo? I love Eric Bischoff. (laughs) Vince Russo, well, actually, I'd probably say yes. I would say because it's a WWE Hall of Fame, yes. Yeah, if there was a WCW Hall of Fame, no fucking chance in hell. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I think WWE have looked at it, and I think they they kind of, and I guess they are in a way considered, um, but they kind of want to be the Wrestling Hall of Fame, don't they? Now, when you look at the, this is true. This hmm. is true. Yeah, there is that. I suppose, yeah. Um, no, no, but you're right. I do think I, I do think you could make a case for Vince Russo potentially Definitely. being in the Hall of Fame. Definitely, you can make a case for Russo <laughs> and Ferrara as a team. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. As a writing team, yeah. Um, and let's also, if we are looking, if we if we are looking at it, um, pretty much most of the, uh, I'd probably say half of the main people in ECW. 
No, that did cross my mind. As soon as you mentioned that, it's a more of a a general wrestling mm. hall of fame. I mean, I mean Taz, perhaps. Yeah, Taz. Sabu. Rob Van Dam eventually. Sabu. RVD. Paul Heyman. Oh, definitely Paul. But Heyman will have more chance than any of that lot. I. Yeah. I think Heyman and then possibly RVD and or Taz are probably your three favourites. Obviously, with Heyman being the most favourite. Well, um, if if. If the if it was truly as it sort of prefaces to be an an all round Hall of Fame for wrestling as a whole, you should really have Shane Douglas. But I doubt that will ever happen. No, no, I'd love that to happen though. But yeah, it would be fabulous. I mean, that's what, you know, throwing the belt down and spiking the beginnings of ECW. He should be in there. You could argue Todd Gordon as well, the original owner of ECW, who everybody seems to forget about. No, of course. Uh, Absolutely. But sadly, from what I'm led to believe, Vince and Shane Douglas, not exactly good mates. No, but then again, how many people, as we said, have been good mates with Vince and Shane Douglas? No, how many people, sorry, have been good with, have been mates with Vince McMahon who are now in the Hall of Fame? That's what I'm trying to say. That's a very good point. I mean, you never thought you'd see Jeff Jarrett in there. Oh, God, gosh, no, no. I was delighted by that. That was that was nice, wasn't it? Um, uh, talking about the Hall of Fame, I never is it wrong of me? Go on. To, I never took I never took the TNA Hall of Fame seriously. I forgot there was one. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like you've been around. How can how can you how can you? Um, I'm trying to think. Obviously, um, we've got people like I think your Jericho, your Triple H's, um, your Rock. Um, obviously, the the Rock, John Cena, who all mm. ultimately will go in the Hall of Fame. Um, of course. Will the Boogeyman go into the Hall of Fame? Uh, he'll go in there just next to Coco Beware. Excellent, excellent. Um, there, yeah, the Boogeyman. Yes, I'm the Boogeyman and I'm coming to get you. He is. He had quite a long run considering he had quite a short amount of in-ring talent. I tell you, I tell you. I mean, yeah. none. No, he really... No, apparently... but one shape. But you know, it was one of the reasons I've heard on the grapevine, so to speak, is because he was he was quite injured, as in like he had quite a few problems, which is why he couldn't wrestle very well. I don't know how true it is, but if that is the case and he didn't have any, that would kind of make sense. But then again, as we know, Vince McMahon loves his gimmick, doesn't he? He's gonna puke, etc. Ah, indeed. Um, he loves those kind of he's loved those kind of weird gimmicks. I mean, do you remember JBL? Who was it? The, the girl with the big wart or whatever on the side of her Gillian face. Gillian Hall. Gillian, what's happened to Gillian Hall? Well, it it, it, it was very odd. That, like as soon as she had that horrible thing ripped from the side of her face, she suddenly had no uh, heat, no gimmick or anything. It was weird. It was, wasn't it? Charisma it was. is the word I'm looking for. How can how can someone that pretty have less charisma without an enormous whatever the but that was on her face. It was a bit weird. I know. That is a bit weird, isn't it? Um, it was like it made her stand out in some bizarre way. It, it, we, yeah, and talking about that, um, I was looking, um, what is it? Uh, I, I was reading something about Sable. Everyone remembers Sable. And I don't know why I thought you were going to say Satan. But where the hell is this going? <laughs> well, um, with, with this Sable. And the fact yes. that I, I kind of had to agree with it once they once they showed evidence, albeit it's going to be biased to their point, that he does, Sable did not have any charisma, zero charisma at all, in terms of promo skills uh, when she got on the ring and stuff. Yes, she looked nice. Yes, she could do a few moves. 
but I think in terms of the the, the talent that was already there, like Ivory and people like that, she mm. wasn't really that good. What in, based on that, why Sable was so much more remembered than Gillian Hall, who also looked good and could do a few moves? I think because Sable was one of the first, if not the first, to go on Playboy, wasn't she? And, and that started true. that whole trend. That's true, but let's be honest, would any of that happen if she'd had no charisma? I think that's a bit harsh. You think it's a bit harsh? I mean, I, I do. Yeah, um, I looked at it. I, I, I think that it was people like your Mark Marrows and stuff that helped made Sable rather than Sable herself. There is truth to that, certainly. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit, what's the word, idealistic, but ha- I don't see how anyone... Yes, she was gorgeous, obviously. I don't see how anyone could get over that much if she really did have no charisma. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to fathom. That's true. Mm. Yeah, no, no, you, know, you, 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 do make, you do make a good point there. I know, I just wanted to see what your thoughts were about that. Having, about said, that, that. Dean, having said that, Dean Malenko, you could argue, didn't have much charisma, and he, and he only did Playboy twice. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, good old Dean Malenko. I, I always remember his... Um, Oh, his feud with uh, Lita. Um, ah, yes. Was it Was it Lita? Or Jacqueline? Oh, Dean Malenko, right there. Um, oh, Dean Malenko. Where, where he was trading the Cruiserweight title with a lead. Yeah, uh, yes. Um, the, Dean Malenko, he's the man of a thousand holes, isn't he? Yes, and do you remember what Chris Jericho called him when they had a feud? <laughs> no. Jericho referred to himself as the man of a thousand and four holes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so you remember simple he, but lovely. He, he, I remember one on one on one of the shows in WCW. He was listing them all, wasn't he? Um, yes, he was. And like every fourth one was a headlock. Yeah, <laughs> Rand, I, I think Randy Orton's favorite episode. Ah, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, good old, good old Chris. I mean, he was really when you look at Stone Cold before him and Chris Jericho, the amount of talent, um, and and this is because. Backs the, the the politics backstage, no doubt. That was wasted in WCW. I mean, mm. if you had a cleverer and uh, uh, a manager or bookers with more foresight, WCW had the skills to, to definitely still be around today, especially with with the people and the talent they actually had. Without question, they they did let some diamonds slip through the net. No question about it. I mean, I can say, but one thing that was interesting is there was one person in WCW who saw the potential in Steve Austin, I'm led to believe. Oh, yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Okay. Dusty Rhodes went, I could see Steve Austin as a world champion. But, of course, later on, when Bischoff, as much as I adore him, got in charge, he was like, eh, no, I don't see it. Eh. I know, I know, and, it, and it, it's, a sh- it's a shame, isn't it? Um, they didn't even give him a chance, and, and everyone saw it. I mean, I mean, Paul Heyman, you, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, Steve Austin didn't really do. When you look at his, his did he even do a match in ECW? I think he did, didn't he? Um, two. I think he did two. Yeah. Um, but the, let's be honest. In, in, Maybe he's only one. In the, in the grand scheme of things, there weren't classics, but he was well remembered for his promos, and that's obviously where the whole Steve Austin character, you know, started to progress pro- properly. Yes, indeed. I mean, there was there's one bit that I always found. Uh, I was on the um, ECW Rise and Fall documentary, uh, that very famous one, and when Austin was there, and Heyman said, 
that Steve Austin was so smart because there was he was supposed to Austin was supposed to win the ECW title mm. in a three-way match with him, Mikey Whipwreck, who was the champion, and I think the Sandman. I think okay. could be wrong. And Steve said, "No, I don't want to win the belt of that match because the idea is I want the idea is I want to lose that match. So afterwards, I want the belt even more." And Heyman said to the camera, "Steve understood business. He was so smart." Yes. Yeah, just, just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Was that not just Steve Austin going in the back of his head? I don't want to win the ECW belt because don't agree. He could ring me at any time. <laughs> That could have also been true. Um, surely, surely that must have been in the back of his head because he's thinking, my promos are really getting over. Hmm, I wonder. Vince, he must have been thinking that. That's controversial, that is. Maybe it is, but I, I, I don't know. Is it controversial? Surely it's just, it's smart business, you know? Yes, it is. It is smart business. Do you want to start thinking a bit silly? Um, do it. Well, because I have worked for a few different companies doing what I do over the last few years. I won't say what I do type thing for obvious reasons. But whichever company I work for, I always want to compare them to a wrestling company. Okay. Like the company I first worked for, I think it was WCW. Then I moved to the WWE, flopped there. Now I'm with another group. I I, I can't decide if the group I'm with now, like ECW or AEW, like this growing thing. And for some for some reason, wherever I work, I want to compare it to a promotion. Oh, there you go. Silly little thing that I do. <laughs> I've not really, I've not really thought about that. Oh well, that's because you work for the same people for quite a while, haven't you? Yeah, this is this this, this is true. This is true. This is true. Well, um, maybe 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 that's it. But 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 I don't know why I have this. I keep thinking the people I work for now are they AEW? Are they ECW? Are they bigger? I don't know. Are they LDN? Hey! Is that still around? LDM Wrestling? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they are. Every now and again, I see posters for them in, like, like random areas. I know. I remember them being um, quite big um, at the beginning of... Um, do you remember, oh, um, Fighting Spirit magazine? Um, yes, I do. Yes, they were, they, they, were, they were quite big in there at one point. So. Well, do, you remember, well, do you remember what else was in Fighting Spirit one time? You. I was. I know. <laughs> Yes, a picture of me doing a, ma- a, a manager training session. Not leaving, obviously. I was on the other end. I, a photo, a blurry picture of me was in Fighting Spirit magazine. You know what? That, 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 needs, that needs to be on your IMDb page. Oh, God. So. My, 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 IMDb, my IMDb page was last update like 10 years ago, for obvious, because I, that's the last time I did anything vaguely actorish. The, 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 close, the closest thing I have now to performing to a mass scale is this that we're doing right now. <laughs> well, there you go. And it's a lot more fun than any of that shit was. So it, is, it, is a, it is a lot more fun than any of that. It is a lot more fun. I don't, and I don't have to prepare. I just know the wrestling, the wrestling information just pours into my head. Oh, there my, we go. My, ear, my ears are strange satellite dishes through which bookers... And what the fuck am I talking about? Bookers. Bookers. What, what am I talking about? Booker T. Ah, the bookend. And that bookend, that ramp, that ramble I was doing just then. Anyway, what else can we talk about? Um, okay. Um, before we get, I mean, we're both we're going to talk about. Obviously, not quite yet though. The um, the uh, page film we both seen. The what? 
Fighting with my family. Oh, balls, yeah, sorry. Yes. I, 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 if I do it, it's weird. I thought you said the patron we both <laughs> saw. <laughs> and, that, and that oddly works, doesn't it? It is, it is. Because of Alberto El Patron, as he's sometimes known, or whatever he's called now. Oh, good out, Alberto. Her former thingamy. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Um, it's an odd pairing, yes. <laughs> it really isn't. That You would not have... No, no way. Oh. No way would you have guessed that. A 25-year-old gorgeous English bird and 42-year-old slightly creepy Mexican fella. Nothing wrong with Mexican people, but you know what I mean? It's just kind of... Those two, really? I know, I know. I know. Del Rio? Was he... In Hello. terms of talent overall, equal to the push that WWE gave him, both as a face and a heel. In hindsight, Alberto Del Rio, when he first arrived, he was always good in the ring, and when he first arrived, he had great heel charisma. But what really screwed him over was when they tried to make him a face. Mm. He, I, the character that they developed with him just did not suit being a face, and he, and he never recovered from that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because mm. uh, um, he was a face, um, and they kind of had this, almost a similar storyline between him and Jack Swagger as they did years earlier with Eddie Guerrero and JBL. But the positions uh, were kind of swapped. Right. Not, Wait, not swapped, do you, mean, but... do you mean it was JBL to Guerrero was Alberto Del Rio to Rey Mysterio, perhaps? No, no. Um, in terms of Jack Swagger was doing We the People, yeah. He yeah. was um the heel, the, the heel. Alberto Del Rio was the face. The whole, you know, almost casually racist, if you want to, if you want to call it, with the whole immigrant thing. And and JBL was doing something similar at the Mexican border. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm with you yeah. now. Um, um, you know. And in terms of the fact that the Eddie Guerrero one seemed to work a lot better than um, the Alberto Del Rio one, for whatever reason. Maybe it's the people involved. Because I, I thought Alberto Del Rio, he was very solid in the ring. Having yeah. said that, I where I cannot remember any significant matches where, where you've gone, oh, do you remember that one with Del Rio in? That was a really good match. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you that. But that I may say it all. For me, for hmm. me, Del Rio was always good, as you say, very solid, but he was never spectacular. You know what I mean? No. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he's probably better than someone like The Rock in the ring, um, if you're yeah, looking on perhaps, pure perhaps. Yeah, ring talent. But you and I could list a lot more rock matches than Alberto Del Rio um, matches. And, yeah. yeah, I don't think he had much charisma on the mic, maybe because English was his wouldn't be his first language. I don't think that's an excuse because other people have done just as successful. I don't know why, Mike, but yeah, I completely agree. He's kind of, I don't want to say forgettable because that's really, really mean, but he's, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put him in the top, he wouldn't even be in my top 50, top 100, no, probably not. not. Me, nor me. Um, no, unfortunately. Sad, sadly, I think he, he was a bit forgettable. I mean, there's one thing with Del Rio that I never quite understood. Every if when he, whenever he was doing a heel promo, this is towards the end because he was heel then face and heel again near the end. Every single time he did an interview, every single week, no matter who he was feuding with, he would call them a pedo, oh, which I'm pretty which I'm pretty sure is like dog. Yeah, or, I think it's dog. But every single week he he would say, "Oh, he's a dog." Every week. Oh dear. And you think. After the first couple of times, it's not so insulting or amusing or clever. 
It's no. just weird. It is. It yeah. is. Um, so from 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 Alberto Del Rio then to fighting with my family. You saw it the other day, didn't you? I finally watched it a couple of days ago. Yes, it's on Netflix, isn't it? I think we. I it's watched on it on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the girl playing Paige? I thought she was pretty good. Yeah, I thought I thought the cast they chose were, mm. were brilliant, especially uh, Nick Frost. Oh, he was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, as as Ricky Knight, I thought he was great. Yeah, was... He's been in most things, really. Yeah. And, and I, what did you think about the... Um, I mean, Fighting with a Family, for those who don't know, um, is a 2019 biological, I'd say sports comedy drama film. Hang on. Hang on. Do you mean biographical? Biographical. Biological. What the hell? Biological. Biological. A biographical. The film is alive. Bi- biographical sports comedy well, drama. There, there are biological moves about Paige. We discussed those earlier. We definitely did, wouldn't we? Um, written and directed by Stephen Merchant, um, and it's based on a 2012 doc- documentary, which was shown, I think, on Family uh, on Channel Four, uh, called "The Wrestlers Fighting with My Family." Oh, I, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, and depicting depicting obviously the WWE career of um, Paige. Um, and uh, yeah, as you said, it stars Vince Vaughn, Dwayne Johnson, Lena Headey, who some of you might know uh, as Cersei from Game of Thrones, uh, Nick Frost. Oh. You don't, you, you've not seen Game of Thrones, have you, Mike? Never. No, I've okay. heard of it. Um, the film premiered at the Sundance Film Festival uh, last year, January last year, and it was uh, yeah. a, a release, I think, in the USA about on Valentine's Day. There we go. Ah. Uh. And it was a commercial success, apparently. Um, had a budget of eleven million and uh, grossing forty-one point five. So very well done. Lovely. I Lovely. know. And, and with with that movie, it's the sort of thing where a, a, a good friend of mine uh, watched it, and, and he has no interest in wrestling at all, but knows that I love it, kind of thing. And mm. and he watched it thinking, I'm just going to give this a try, kind of thing. Uh, and, and, and he, he texted afterwards and said, I know nothing about wrestling, but that was quite a good little sort of family film, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, family-ish. It was that sort of thing. And I, I, what did you think of, you know, obviously um, Paige's brother, Zach, as, as, as that Zodiac kind of thing. The way they depicted him, I thought, was quite interesting. The idea of this forlorn kind of, it was quite interesting to show the, kind of the reality of the ones that don't make it. That was interesting, I thought. It, it, yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? And, and I thought they played it quite well. He was, he was kind of, I, I, for half the film, he was quite unlikable, but you could almost understand why because it was kind of his dream first. Paige yes. kind of adopted it, and um, and she got in why he didn't. For and let's be honest, um, it's kind of when they say hard work pays off. You can't, you can't turn around and say he didn't work for it. He didn't work Good hard. Point. I guess it's a bit like in acting. Um, it's kind of like the time and the place, and if your face fits at the time or at the place, oh, yes. you know, it, you'll get a sniff of a chance. And it's almost like that in re- It was almost like that. It feels like that in wrestling, doesn't it? Um, Very much so. Yes. I mean, I mean, I heard. The, you know how sometimes you get people doing these ludicrously annoying inspirational quotes on the internet. Mm-hmm. I hate those beyond belief. They're all a pile of arse, but <laughs> uh, they but, are. They are. They but. are. But, but there is one that you, is almost in that category, which is like destiny is where hard work and luck come together. That's I very thought, true. Yeah. Okay, well, 
But at the same time, but like I said, that's the only one of those things that I kind of like because it's kind of true because there'll be someone out there who's got an immense amount of talent of wrestling or acting or singing or whatever, but they just never met that right contact. It is, it is, but but the the cynic based on that would turn around and go, that's because they gave up. I mean, oh, well, perhaps an example could be, could argue, someone that could not get over and then basically. I don't want to say went into business for themselves, but but worked at a, you know worked at it a different way, and obviously worked very hard until their chances got ruined. Zach Zach Ryder, Zach Ryder, oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's uh, the internet wrestling champion not being able to get over all his YouTube skits and stuff. Suddenly got him over, and then the WWE kind of ruined or you know ruined all of it. Unfortunately, uh, I just remember the one where he like does like a, a sketch of a dollar bill and a see I can draw money. <laughs> Brilliant. That was so good. And he's climbing up a fence going, I just can't get over! I know, I know. I, 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 they were brilliant. It was, and that was the Zack Ryder we all wanted. They booked Ooh. it. They didn't give us that Zack Ryder, did they? Unfortunately. No. Um, but, but, I mean, you're right. Nick Frost was brilliant. Um, and I thought, I don't know how true to life it really is. And even, oh, yeah. even documentaries can be... There's some embellishment, I'm sure. It's I, Hollywood, of course. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, did The Rock really have that, not much of a say, that much involvement with them? Who knows? Um, I doubt it. Yeah, I think that it, was it just... Was fil- he was off filming things. And also, let's be honest, I, they skipped the, like, two years where she was in NXT having matches. As the anti-diva. NXT champion and all that. As the yeah. anti-diva, exactly. But... But at the same time, it, it's like that movie they did, uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, the Queen movie. There's going to be changes to make it fit a Hollywood-style story. And that's fine. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't. It didn't take the enjoyment away from me, knowing that some of it was more bravado than anything. And I, and I think what's important is, is what you said, and I watched it with Michelle, but basically your friend who's got... who doesn't really have any wish towards wrestling watched it mm. and enjoyed it in terms of that's something that almost transcended its initial subject and hit with a casual audience, which uh, I think the last time wrestling did that was in the Attitude Era. Yes, or Hulk Hogan in Suburban Commando. Oh, <laughs> have you seen that film? I've seen about eight seconds of it. Brilliant. It's, it's, it's really... Indeed. The Undertaker's in it. Does that help? Slightly. Good. Um, well, the, thing, the thing is, with Suburban Commander, I taped it. This shows how long ago this was. I taped it many years ago. And I... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I... I watched it on video years later, but only a tiny bit of it. I think it was skipping through the video to get to something. I can't remember what it was. And there was a bit near the end I found very strange. Mm-hmm. That's always stayed in my head. There was a small girl in it. That wasn't the weird bit. There are small people, but there may be some, not that, not that many streets from here. And there was a small girl in it, and it was near the end of the film. And she had to say this line, something like, oh, we need to get out of this place or something, whatever it was. I, I've no idea what the line was supposed to be, but she basically said this. And I said, come on, let's go. the braces! <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And I never worked out what she the braces! I've never worked out what she said. <laughs> and the police come and arrest me for a weird for a weird accent. I I I, I it, 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 she literally just like the braces in a really hard. The braces. I've never worked out 
even close to what it could be she was trying to say. No, no, nor did I. Nor did I. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think... The one bit I remember from Hulk Hogan's big Hollywood film, or one of them, but the, but the, the priest... <sighs> there, well, there, there we go. There we go. Um, um, so, so, in your eyes, at least Hulk Hogan was relatively successful about you remembering something about his film career. Yes, except it wasn't him. Yes, no, no, it wasn't. Um, Indeed. In in the, in the film, what, what did you think? I thought they did not, a nice bait and switch with the other women in it, thinking, oh, they're going to be really mean to her. And they kind oh, of yeah. were, but they kind of weren't. But they kind of turned it around on her, saying, you're the one with the attitude, not us. And I thought that was really interesting. It was quite something, that, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. the, the idea of, like, oh, you walk in assuming that because we are models rather than wrestlers that will be... Bitches or whatever, they don't be perfectly charming. Yes. And then, and then Paige was like, oh, wait, hang on, maybe I've been a bit of a cow or whatever. Or yeah. whatever other female insult you choose to use. No, yeah. No, yeah, it's absolutely. Then we almost had some kind of like a montage where then, as you said, it almost spat. The two years were taken away from where she was the antidote, which I thought was quite important. Because that was when they talked about, you know, you got to find yourself with the volume turned way up, as they say in wrestling. That was, that was, I think, the moment Paige kind of clicked with herself and probably like the, the audience as a whole being this well, antidote. That's a very good point. Yes. Yeah, and it's that's such a shame she missed it. They sort of made out that she worked out who she was during her match with AJ. Yeah, and she was not who was not AJ, obviously. No, but yeah, it wouldn't. They could have called AJ Lee back to it. To, to, to that'd have been nice as a, as a to play herself. That'd have been brilliant, wouldn't it? Um, I I reckon they tried and she said no. Oh, there we go. Because remember, 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 now she's married to CM Punk. I'm sure Punk would be like, "Don't go near that bastard." <laughs> I um, suspect, even well, though even though he did himself not long afterwards, very briefly, but I, I mean, know, that's why. But the thing is, it was. Uh, do you remember who played AJ Lee? No, I don't. Who did play AJ Lee? It was um, uh, uh, um, Andrade's valet, Zelina Vega. Oh, that was her. I thought I recognised. Yeah, um, that's uh, right. I didn't know that. It's Zelina Vega. She's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She's the interesting bit of Andrade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. I don't, sound, I don't sound sexist when I say it there, but he's good in the ring, but has no charisma, even less than Alberto Del Rio. What's, what, what, talking about, um, before I continue talking about Paige, what's happened to the Iconics? I've not seen them. I was wondering that as well. Um, they were really over at one point, because they're very funny. I and think they are, yeah. Vanished. I know, I don't know. We'll find out after we finish the review. We need to find that out. Um, so how important was, do you think, I mean, I like the way, before I get to that, I do like the way the film ends and the, with the epilogue explaining that she's the youngest diva and her brother, Zach, obviously training that guy who was blind and it was like a nice family, kind of like almost like a Disney type ending, which I really liked. Mm. And that was cool. And, and, and that he now tags with his brother as the hooligans. Which yes. I rather enjoy as well. It's it, because it, I'd I'd heard of um, is it Roy the brother? Zach. Oh, the other brother. The other brother. Is it Roy? Um, I can't remember the name I'm now. I'm pretty sure it's Roy. Roy Knight or Roy Beavis Knight, mm. kind of thing. I, I'd heard of him before I watched the movie. I'd heard of Roy, but I hadn't heard of Zach. Okay. Uh, so I'm pretty sure it's Roy. And uh, it was a nice twist that he's now out of prison and is wrestling with Zach. That was a nice thing. Yeah, that was a, that was a nice twist. Um, so 
Um, it's a bit random why they chose this story, but it is a lovely, it is a, it is a good story, and it made, albeit embellished as we said, into what I thought was a very was a very entertaining film. Um, mm. How important do you think Paige was to the Divas Revolution, the reimagining of of Diva? Bear in mind the Divas Belt. She she came was at the transition of Diva to Women's Revolution to actually once again a Women's Championship. Indeed, she was kind of. She was just before what, what Stephanie McMahon was going on. There's a women's revolution, and now here's Charlotte, here's Becky, here's Sasha. She was just about a year before that, but I don't think the rest of it would have happened without Paige. So she was one of the people, and there were many, I'd imagine, but back to, that got the ball rolling. Definitely, definitely. I think she laid a lot of the groundwork. Yeah, and I think yeah. she was also seen, like your Natalia's before it all happened as well, and obviously like your Beth Phoenix's as, as one of the ones that can actually wrestle. Oh, yes. Paige is very good in the ring. I know. Um, mm. And I, I'm trying this to remember... my house! <laughs> I'm get the price! Sorry. <laughs> get her out of here. Um, no, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think when, when the whole Give, Give Divas a Chance started trending. Do you remember... I do remember talk of this, yes. I'm, try, uh, I'm trying to work that out. I'm trying to work that out. Hmm. I'm not too sure myself. When did it happen? Question mark. Um, I'm asking Google. Unfortunately, it takes about a million times. Okay, yeah. What, ma- what match started the Give give Divas a Chance hashtag? Okay, here we go. Um, someone's put... It was... That's not very helpful. They've they've not put anything, unfortunately. Um, Who? What silly bastard did that? I know, I know, absolutely sure. Because I remember it was. I blame her sister. You know who her sister was? Who? We didn't forget the race. I shouldn't have asked any. Apparently, someone said it was it was uh, the Paige Emma versus the Bella Twins match in 2015. The match was over before it even began, and their entrances were longer. And I think it, it was it was around the time where. The um the women's matches were were ridiculously short, mm. and if they weren't short, they were really really gimmicky. Um, yeah. well, they were on the pre-show kind of thing, yeah, or that, or or, or uh, that. No, no, not pre-show. Dark matches. So, yes. Yeah. Um, pre-show yeah. is a very more modern way of doing it, sort of thing. It is a modern way of doing it, isn't it? Um, so I'm just, I'm just going to fetch something over there. Hold on, I'm just keep keep talking. I'm yelling. That's right, you can yell. So, I mean, that, 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 that's pretty much it for um, um, the fighting with my family. I really enjoyed it. I'd probably give it, like, what, if we're looking at matches, the Dave Mills of five stars, I'd definitely give it four and a half. <clears throat> and I recommend that any, if you've got anyone in your family or your friends that don't, not really into wrestling, but um, you want to show them a wrestling-themed film, um, this is definitely up there. I'd argue it's more family-friendly than over a decade ago now than The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke, which I thought was a very, very good film. This is a good This is a good movie. Um, I re-watched that about a year ago. Oh, rest. yeah? I it's, it was a brilliant. Than, it's a lot better than I remembered. Yeah, I, it was, it, it's, up, it's one of my top 25 films, The Wrestler. I really, really liked it. I thought Mickey since, Rourke was since brilliant. Since records began. Yes. Um, the thing about The Wrestler... Uh, he's got that really sad scene when he sets up his little stand with a sign here and there's all those old wrestlers like with back problems and stuff and it just looks so depressing, doesn't it? When he's in there in that hall. I remember the bit, yes, it's very depressing, but 
It's a little, but it's it's a bit like in an odd way what we said about Zach Zodiac. It's the realities of the business, sadly. So for some of them, it just do- it no, it doesn't end well or doesn't start well or, or in the middle. That doesn't make any sense. No, yeah, no, you're, no, you're right though, because a wrestler, very similar to like a lot of footballers, is yes. Um, okay, a wrestler's career can, if you're successful, be extended more than the footballers, but you do normally have a very small window of your life of when you're going to be able to make the maximum amount of money. Very true. Success. Very yeah. true. And a lot of people say you at that point you kind of need to have a second, almost like a secondary talent. Whether that ends up being very good with a business head or you're very good at booking if you understand the wrestling business, etc. But you need to have... Or yoga. Or yoga, yes, DDP, absolutely. Right. But you need to have something extra. You, need to, you really should have something else. And I completely agree with that. Um, absolutely. Uh, although one thing I will say is that if wrestlers received about £100,000 a week in the way that footballers do, it would be a slightly different conversation. Oh, yeah, probably will be really, isn't it? I'd imagine, yeah. Mm. I, mean, I mean, yeah, with wrestlers, they, they, they don't really have enough money to be able, like a footballer does... I'm going to invest in my future to make sure I have some kind of retirement plan. And I think a lot of wrestlers, unless you're the um, in the top 10%, I think, um, uh, are unlikely to be able to do that. But I, I do feel, honestly, that um, they... Are not, I don't want to say unionised wrestling, but they need to have more rights than they do now. Oh, without question. They get shut on in many regards, yes. It is. And I know Hulk Hogan ended up stopping it years, years back, which is... Is it one of the reasons why him and Jesse... Ventura didn't get on. I think it was, I know it was one of the eighties wrestlers. Stopping what? Sorry. Um, a union. You mean there was one? There was going to be one. Yeah. Um, there's been talk of it a few times. I didn't. Th- I didn't know it ever got very far. Tell me more, my dear. Um, I'm trying to find it now, so I don't. Uh, um, Jesse the body. Um. Jesse, Jesse Ventura, um, he, yeah, he's basically. I think I think he was going to start a reunion, and Hogan kind of allegedly went behind his back. I don't know the ins and outs of it. That's um, interesting. He's got Vince. Vince is lucky. I didn't. Uh, yeah, Vince. It's WrestleMania. He's put on Vince McMahon fighting union unionization. It's WrestleMania two. Two weeks before it, all publicity gone out. Advantage was ours. Jesse Ventura studies business, and I think it was around that time. And I said, guys, the people that turn on the lights in these buildings are union. They have to do it by law. It's in our favour. If we engage the Charlotte guys, do the same thing. We we can have a union wrestling. Apparently, he gave a big speech. He left it there. He went home. The next night, I got a phone call from Vince, who threatened to fire him if he ever brought it up. And he did WrestleMania 2 and immediately left and did Predator and was a member of the Screen Actors Guild. Um, wow. I, yeah. Um, Vince, I won't ever bring up the you know, and I told Vince, oh, you won't bring it up again. If these guys are too stupid to fight for their rights. Um, maybe it didn't involve, oh, on Hogan selling him out. When I sued Vince, we had to depose him on the way out, told my lawyer about the story. You can bring up anything I said, if you can. Who ratted me out? I said... Find out who ratted me out that day because it was one of the boys. And so when we got there, Vince, my attorney, was great. McMahon has said, has there ever been a union wrestling? No. Um, and it, uh, it, um, Hulk Hogan told me. He, he didn't hesitate, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So, so there could have been. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, you imagine the scene. Even today, WrestleMania, the next, next WrestleMania, all the wrestlers get together other than Triple H, right? And the big ones. And other than the main event, maybe, who are... Yeah. Yeah, say we're not going until we get a union. I mean, Vincent Mann, you, you'd have to. He'd he'd have to 
the death force's hand. You have and, no choice. You're right. No choice at all. And I think in 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 2020, in in the realms of social media, etc., they oh, would have oh, the public campaign of sorts. Yeah, but yeah, they would have the public support, wouldn't they? Definitely. Hashtag wrestling union. Yes. Um, union. Union. The, the team, the union. I do remember them. Yes. It's like Shamrock, Mankind, Test and a Goose. Something like that. Yes. Um, good stuff. So, it's all good. So, that, I mean, I mean, there we go. Um, now, last, uh, last thing to last. WWE Super Showdown. Yes. So, next week. It's... Uh, just shy of a week away as we're recording it. Goldberg and uh, The Fiend, I think, is main event or one of them. Why? Where else is on the card? Oh, Ricochet, Brock Lesnar, I think. Oh, my God. Why? Why? Why Goldberg and The Fiend? Why? It's weird because the whole point of Goldberg is he's this... Well, I, I think I know why. But the idea is that even Goldberg's jackhammer cannot stop The Fiend. It's going to be something like that. I would have rather, because yeah. you wouldn't really do it at WrestleMania, maybe, because they've already done it at WrestleMania. I'd have rather had The Fiend versus The Undertaker, The Fiend winning, putting The Fiend in a very strong position going into Mania, beating The Undertaker. Yes, well, he will beat well, Goldberg. I, I suspect this is only what they're doing, but with Goldberg. But it's with Goldberg, isn't it? And they didn't have a good match. Yeah. He didn't have a good match last time with The Undertaker. Pretty bad. Um, I mean, he... The, I love, don't get me wrong, I love the match at Survivor Series against Lesnar. That was brilliant. That was Eight booked. Six seconds of gorgeousness. It was booked perfectly. But, a bit like my love life. Uh, gorgeous. Gorgeousness. Look at 86 that. 86 seconds of gorgeousness. 86 seconds of gorgeousness. Mm. <laughs> wow. Now we get to. I, think that, I think that's about as long as a WWE intro on the network these days, isn't it? With showing the logo. <laughs> so you will be ready for the pay per view at least. Um, I certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. Um, so, yeah, so we've got we've got um, the New Day versus Miz and Morrison for the tag team championships. Indeed, the returning Morrison. Yeah, uh, Miz and Morrison need to win that, don't they? They do, but I don't think they will. Yeah, I mean, I think the Miz doesn't need to. Morrison does because of how he looked at the Rumble with Brock Lesnar. Um, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, Let's no. get him back in for the big crowd. Being, oh wait, never mind. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. How would you do that match? I like that idea because Ricochet, you could you could feel you you can feel that he's got main event talent within him, Hmm. without question. So I like the fact that he's getting this big match, and it kind of makes sense to do it on a on a pay per view where you know there's not going to be mega title changes. So it makes sense to do it then for his first shot. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. I would kind of have it as, hear me out, a bit weird, Ricochet dominating the match in terms yeah. of Brock Lesnar can't basically pin him down, keep hold of him. But then to keep Brock Lesnar strong, say Ricochet dominates the match for eight out of the 10 minute match. The last two minutes is Brock Lesnar's actually grabbed him, um, suplex city, like two or three, like two F5s and then finishes it that way. But you've had a, but you've had most of the match where he couldn't get Ricochet because he was too fast doing flippy dippy stuff. So it kind of feels flippy dippy stuff about like. So it kind of feels like uh, Lesnar escapes rather than wins. That's no, 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 not Lesnar escapes in terms of Ricochet. He just can't pin Ricochet down 
As in, like, well, that's what I mean. No, I yeah. mean, he escapes with the belts. Yeah, kind of like how you'd always book a Rey Mysterio and Big Show, or Rey Mysterio and any other big man, in terms of, like, when you see Rey Mysterio do well for most of the match until, obviously, you know, you know he gets a few hard hits. I so quite like that idea. I think that made sense of how to book it, yes. Yeah, because I think it, it keeps, as you said, it, it shows a ricochet. Oh, my God, look at that. He went toe-to-toe with Lesnar, even though he lost. But then that also keeps Brock Lesnar strong for the championship against Drew McIntyre. Do you know how I would describe that idea? What? Wonderful! Oh, thank you very much, Mike. Thank you very much. Um, That's okay. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin is in a steel cage. Is that a match we're looking forward to? I think it's kind of... I, I kind of think the Rumble was the sort of peak of that rivalry. I don't know. I think yeah, it's it really sort of was. done. There's nothing wrong with that rivalry, but I think it's kind of had its thing. King Corbin, what do you think? Hmm. Well... I have a soft toy lemur that my brother gave me called Corbin. <laughs> and so when I hear King Corbin, I think Roman Reigns is going against a lemur. Right. And that would be more fun. <laughs> Super showdown. Um, okay. That's I have nothing against Corbin. I think he's getting better, but he's taking a while to get better. I think... Uh, but I prefer, I prefer a lemur. I think he's a very good bad guy. Yes. Um, I, I can't see how he would ever be a good guy, but he might. Um, you know, like with people, even with people like Kurt Angle and The Rock, um, CM Punk, when they were a bad, when they were a bad heel, you could see they would they could still be successful as a face. You know. Yes, Corbin. you yeah, I agree with you. It, it's kind of hard to imagine him as the smiley good fella. Yeah. Um. How? Yeah. So I. I know. I, I think because he kind of lacks charisma as a face, but <laughs> but. He's got the kind of charisma you need. Is a, that doesn't matter so much as a heel, does it? Well, he's got heel <coughs> charisma, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, we spoke about the fiend versus Goldberg, with probably the fiend winning somehow. Yes. Um, sure. It'd be interesting to see how they book that. It will not be very long, and I'm sure he'll kick out of a jackhammer at least once. Wow, that sounds like a masturbation session. Um, doesn't it, just? It does kick out of a jackhammer. It won't be very long. That's sorry. sorry, boys and girls. Um, well, sorry, boys and girls, to spoil the surprise when they think masturbation is going to last forever. No, no, no. Get no. around, kids. It's not. It, it's lovely, but not as long as it sounds. Yes, awesome. that's what I used to say to most of my dates. Well um, done. <coughs> and yet he's a dad, folks. Somehow, yes, absolutely. Something I am. Works. <laughs> it, yes, it did that one time, two times. Um, yeah, two time, two time, um, <laughs> father. Sorry. Um, two time, two time. Sexual two, encounters. Absolutely. Uh, Bailey, Bailey versus Carmella and Naomi. Oh, it's a three way now, is it? I didn't know that. Hey, yet. this is the one with the sexually innuendos. Um, but that be the name oh. of the episode. Sorry, that be the name of the episode. The yes, the one with the, the one with the one with the sexual innuendos. Absolutely. Have we said that? Is it really innuendos when, when what we did earlier, when we didn't sli- slightly allude to Paige being in a sex tape, we came out and said it. Yeah, we, yes. we didn't exactly go, oh, Paige has done something a bit saucy. We went, no, she had the, 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 the Xavier Woods. The one without the innuendos making it very literal and blunt. There you go. Um, but that's <laughs> the one with the se- <laughs> the one with the sexual bluntness. The one with the sex. Yes, okay, got That's it. it. Um, you've you've got um, Bailey versus. That's a bit high. Bailey. I mean, it's like it's like my voice is breaking. It's Bailey. Um, so what do you think of Bailey at the moment with this whole heel turn? 
she needed it. Definitely needed it. It's not. It's not. She's not amazing at it, but she needed a change. She needed an edge because I thought, and not a de- not because of her. I just think the booking of her and Sasha Banks since coming to WWE has been thirty percent good, seventy percent poor. I would agree. It's a bit. It's a bit like a. Uh, let me hang on. There's a joke in here. That I'm going to get that. And that I'm going to try and find some way to get to. Uh, it's like a bear that has overly enlarged digits. Right. Seventy percent poor. Yes. <laughs> good. Jesus. My God. That was horrendous. Oh, no, yeah. But for all the right reasons, it was horrendous. For all the right reasons. We're back, to, we're, back to, we're back to our love lives again. We are, are we? <laughs> Bailey versus Camilla and or, or Naomi, uh, by the looks of it. Um, singles match, Bailey's winning that. Um, if if she's going to lose it, it's going to be at WrestleMania. Indeed. Um, Zeth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. <coughs> I, I think the Street Profits are great, but there's no way they're going to win it at this show. No. no. Unless. Yeah. Unless they win it and then Rollins has a big mania singles match against Joe or Owens. True. Yeah. Could happen. Samoa Joe, he's one that's been wasted, I think, isn't he? Yeah, he has a bit. And this is because, once again, I know I moaned about it last episode. I'm always going to, I'm going to moan about it every episode until he's off the title. Brock Lesnar. Yes. The fact that he's got the title, I think, is still ridiculous. And. Um, it takes away, I think, from someone like Samoa Joe, who can have good matches. Brock Lesnar matches, I'd probably say I've seen two, maybe, th- I've probably seen three really good Brock Lesnar matches in the whole of his career. I think that was Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 19, the one against The Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, and that one against John Cena um, when he when he came back. Other than that, all his matches... The Goldberg one was great, but in terms of like we're looking at a technical masterpiece where you got to go, oh my gosh, that was, you know. Um, and yeah, uh, other than that, no. But then they've not been great. Well, the thing is with Lesnar, I, I like Lesnar more than you do. Yes, you uh, do. But yeah. I still don't think he should have a belt. It's just weird. And no, because they've done it once, haven't they? And they're, and they're doing it again. It's just how many times now. I know, and it's just so boring. Um, and someone like Samara Joe, I'd always like a run almost like in TNA where he has the belt for 18 months. He's gone under undefeated in any kind of house show tag team match or anything. And you have this, uh, keep it going for two years, you know, um, uh, spanning at least one or two WrestleManias where they, he has this undefeated streak and no one can beat him. And then you've got some, you know, like, you know, that, that I'd much rather that than Brock Lesnar occasionally come and have the belt. Um, but there we go. It just seems to be, let's build someone, build someone, build someone. You're ready for Lesnar now. Oh, you've lost. Yeah, it's like the old, yeah, very similar to what they did with John Cena. I mean, when you when you when you look at it, um, the amount of careers that I don't want to say John Cena ruined, which is wrong because it wasn't John Cena. It was it, I, I imagine it was a collective. Um, but I mean, as we mentioned, like the Nexus, uh, so you could throw Ray Barrett in there, Umaga, another one. You could argue Zack Ryder. You could even argue Ryback. Um, maybe I don't know. That was more that was more WWE. They're not pushing him at all when when he should have been. Feed me more. I mean, God, when you got the whole. I mean, this guy. He's not. He's not the most charismatic person in the world. But when you've got hashtag Feed Me More trending and and the whole arena chanting it on what is this almost cookie cutter wrestler uh, making a success of it, and they didn't even go along with it. But there we go. Ah, the booking over the years. Um, but yeah, so. I guess some, some weird bits, some incredible bits, etc. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I thought, I thought eventually WrestleMania 30 with the booking of Daniel Bryan. Once they got the eye, once they did it, was was amazing. It um, was wonderful. It, it, it seems to be a thing that we can moan about things all we like, but when they get it right, WWE specifically, oh god, it's marvelous. I know. I mean, I think for me. Um, once again, the match wasn't a masterpiece, but that WrestleMania and the lead up to it, the, with the the first Rock and Cena match, was brilliant. I mean, ah. everything done right, and and it felt like for me it was the last. Other, I oh, know, no, the Danny Bryan one was, but before that oh. and the Danny Bryan were the last ones where I was really, as in, you know, like when WrestleMania starts, it's like Christmas morning, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, the, I got that feeling, and I haven't really had that feeling since. Yes. Yeah, and I haven't really had that feeling since since the Brian thing, which would have been WrestleMania 30. I still like them. I mean, I love Cody oh. uh, Kofi's victory. Um, yes, that was fun. That, 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 that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, I've not really felt the same... Um, that that excitement since since the whole Brian thing, but there we go. Um, hopefully this will change. I mean, Drew McIntyre is going to be interesting. Drew McIntyre being in that top spot is fantastic because it's been so long for him, and in another way, it's fantastic because he is potentially going to be the first British person to finally be a WWE champion. But yeah, it's still not the most. There's. Ooh, I, I, I like Drew McIntyre, but is he main event charisma? Well, every time I look at Drew McIntyre, I, 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 I'm always reminded of, of you doing an impression of him saying Teddy Long, um, which is probably a bad thing. Teddy Long. Yeah, which, which is probably a, a bad thing um, in a way. Hey. But yeah, um, I, 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 that's the thing. Is I think it's very difficult how to book him going into Mania. He's, is he going to be a face? Against Brock Lesnar. Exactly. That's what I can't work out. Um, I don't know. Um, but, but, it, but let's be honest, we're going to watch it because it's Mania and it's gorgeous. It is. And let's be honest, the alternative would have been Roman Reigns winning the Rumble, so I'm not complaining uh, at all. No, definitely just, not. No. <laughs> no, no. So there you go. That's, um, that's WWE Super Showdown. That's the page match done. That's our um, Hall of Fame chat. Um I think we've covered most things until we talk again, which will probably be after the Super Showdown show in uh, a country. In, in a country? Yes. Um, Saudi Arabia. That's the, yes, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, there was a lot of controversy last year about the Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? When the, 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 the plane got delayed for what reasons? No one really, really knows for sure. And stuff, which is a bit funny, yeah. Um, it seems to be a thing that I've heard lately. Um, pe- uh, people have said stuff to me lately. I can't remember was. Uh, so and so happened. Why? Because reasons. Because reasons, yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't think we know when. When the, I don't think we know the full story of what happened last time there in Saudi. I know a few wrestlers don't want to go. I mean, so I mean, uh, Sami Zayn doesn't go there for reasons, or is not allowed there for reasons. Yeah, it's called booking. No, I know. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, I'm kidding. Um, I get it. I get it. But it's just yeah. But some people just just aren't just do not support that. Uh, well, let's not get too political about it. But no. Sami Zayn, to be honest, the, lately has had so little to do. Well, the, today you could argue it's booking. I completely agree with you. Um, it's it's just a bit funny why an American company obviously goes and. 
supports supports that. Where um, I'm not, I'm not saying I, I agree or disagree with it. I'm just saying when when you look at Vincent Mann, he's very America. Hulk Hogan, John Cena, tribute to the troops, you know. And 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 I mean, he's a real American. Carry on. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I've got my popcorn out. Fight for the rights of every man. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah. I've learned how to play Hulk Hogan's theme tune on the ukulele, ladies and gentlemen, for no reason at all other than I'm excellent. Awesome. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, uh, there we go. I, I've, said, I've said my bit then, so take it away, Mike. Okay. How shall I end the show? I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Now, good night.